Welcome back to the Practicing Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Pool Bargava, and today we'll be talking about how do you ask for help at work? So let's go ahead and dive right into it. It's never easy to say, I don't know. I'm just going to say it out, out loud. Not knowing something and having to go ask somebody else for help, you kind of feel like you're taking a hit against your own ability to go and figure out things on your own. But there's a counter side to that is being able to ask for help and being able to ask folks what's going on or how something works is totally normal, especially if you're new in job or new in career. These are things that are going to happen as you enter a new role. It's going to be kind of critical for you to be able to ask these kind of questions, because if you pretend like you know everything, but you actually don't, you actually do a disservice both to the relationships you're attempting to build, but also in how you come across if you're answering about things that you don't understand, it will give the impression that you're trying to fake it when in actuality you shouldn't be doing that. This is where, especially in roles where you might be in a more technical or more expertise type role, knowing when to say, I don't know, is important. But we'll get into that on another podcast. This one's talking about how do you ask for help once you realize that? Like I mentioned before, whether you're new in job or if you've been in a role for a while, there will always come a time where you might need to reach out to others. You might need to be able to figure out, hey, I've got this brand new challenging situation. I don't know how I'm going to handle this. I might need some help with a deadline. I might need, I might be feeling slightly overwhelmed because I've got a bunch of other stuff going on. Being able to ask for help is going to be important. This is where it shouldn't be looked at as a deficiency or something that's bad, but instead as an opportunity to be able to build relationships with others. And it's also important to be able to know how do you effectively ask for help? And that's what we'll be covering here. The first step is going to be, how do you identify who the right person is? This could be somebody that you already know has this kind of information, has experience in this. It could be your coach. It could be your manager. It could be a peer. There's also the option of reaching out to somebody that's outside of your organization. So this is where don't limit your perspective to only the people in your local in your local sphere of influence or local sphere of knowledge. Think about where else you could get some information that could help you solve the problem that you're currently facing. These are all possibilities. And this is where you need to look at and say, who is the right person? As you're thinking about who you're going to contact, also think about the kind of relationship you have with that individual because it will influence how you ask. The next step is be clear and be concise. Just like you, everyone else is equally busy. Do whatever you can to try to limit the scope of what is it that you're asking to the thing you need help with. Don't embellish. Don't add a bunch of extra stuff. Just be able to provide exactly what you need help with. This could be, hey, I want it. I need help in how do I go and set up a new subscription in Service X? Or how do I go and figure out how do I create a Gantt chart? Or how do I go and have a difficult conversation with so-and-so? Be as specific as you can. That way you can try to get targeted assistance in what you're trying to accomplish. Otherwise, you might end up taking a very windy path to get the result that you're looking for. The side benefit, or even maybe the main benefit of actually being clear and specific is you may get to the answer very, very quickly. And you may be able to ask some follow-on questions to be able to clarify how to best implement the guidance that has been provided to you while still being respectful of their time and of their expertise. And final step, be gracious and be appreciative. This cannot be emphasized enough. 
someone who's dedicating and giving you their time, their knowledge, their experience, and helping you with a problem that you brought to them. Be appreciative of the fact that they did so. Even if it may not be exactly what you are looking for, they still took the time to be able to do so. Too often, folks will be like, hey, I need X or Y, and then never follow on as to say that, oh, well, thank you for doing that for me, or thank you for helping me do take care of that problem. As an example, one of my colleagues who I worked with early in career, she and I were working on a project. Things were not going the way we were expecting. I... I figured this out after got some feedback from our dev team saying, you know what, all those metrics we've been giving you, all those numbers we've been giving you, yeah, they were a little bit doctored. Um, those things are not going as well as we, not as well as we've been telling you. And I had to communicate to my colleague and saying, hey, I've got a problem and the project is not, is not going well. Here's how I found out. I need your help. I need your help in trying to figure out how do we communicate this both to your management and my management. And I don't know how to do that. So I'm looking for some guidance as a colleague as to what to do. I know this project is your project, but I could seriously use your, your help. And she and I, one, she came back to me. It's like, thank you so much for being honest about what the problem was and where it was and what you're going to do to fix it. She and I worked together to figure out those problems, figure out how do we communicate it. We communicated to our management. We went and did all those things. And that was, that was a one of the first of many conversations that she and I have had over most 20 years now where we trade ideas and concepts of how we can try to solve for problems. And that opportunity for me was how do I convey myself? How do I show up as my best self for, for her? And still communicate the truth, still communicate what's going on and work with her to try to solve this problem. You have that same opportunity whenever you have a conversation with an individual, whether it be asking for help because you are sincerely in need or asking for help on how to do something. These are all opportunities for you. By being open, being honest, being appreciative, you're, you'll not only foster a positive environment in which you're going to be working with these individuals, you're also going to build a stronger future with those individuals as well. Keep that in mind in each of the interactions that you do have. As we're wrapping up this podcast now, just want to put it out there for folks. If folks want to prefer to watch this instead of listening to this, I do actually put all of these podcasts on YouTube as well. If you go to the practicingleader.com slash YouTube, it'll take you directly to the channel so you can take a look at it there if you prefer that format instead. It only takes a split second to be able to show your best self and be a leader for somebody else when they need you most. I am preparing a workshop that's going to talk about how do you be a practicing leader so you can show up as your best self for others. If you'd like to hear more about that for be able to join the wait list, please go ahead and go to the practicingleader.com slash workshop. Again, thank you so much for listening to the Practicing Leader podcast. I'm your host, Pearl Bargava, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.